Manager Football Show. Brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode number 117, I think. I'm starting to lose a bit of uh, count. Uh, my name is Ken McGuire, joined in studio by someone who's losing the will to live. Yeah, because that's what Germany and German football kind of does to people. Oh, flip, I forgot to offer this guy a contract. We got some more kind of live stuff that are happening around us, I think. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Because yeah. we're, we're, we're at a particular point. Where last week we were very much at a particular point. Spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the podcast last week, we were almost felt like we were trying our best to get sacked and it didn't really work. I kind of had a chance to get sacked, but we'll talk about more about that in a few moments. We will. Um, this week, um, obviously, we're, we're doing things a little bit earlier in the week, so I'm guessing you haven't had an awful lot of... Um, people sliding into your there's DMs. A, there's been a good few shout-outs, okay. to be fair. Um, Nicky Reeve is in touch. He said the fact that um, Stellini got sacked from Spurs is funnier than a Shino Keefe stand-up show. Yeah. He's not far wrong. Andy sent us on a lovely pint of Madri saying a scouting mission with the wife is that while your wife is at an appointment so he's there sitting in a bar watching look like he could be on his own maybe I see a few pint glasses in the in the background but yeah it looks like a nice old pint and then there was loads at the weekend I think and you were you were getting back and forth with people Jeez, I may, I may have a look at that we did have uh, we were introduced to Dan Clark on last week's podcast do you remember Dan who had said he had only found the show oh yeah uh, before we had recorded stupidly started on the most recent episode and then was itching for the next one so he says thanks for the shout out during last week's podcast. No problem, Dan. Uh, he has recently started a save with Watford. He's only 15 games in, but currently top of the table and ahead of Burnley in the ah, championship. The joys. Uh, he says, what he is interested in, though, Shane O'Keefe, this is totally ball, ball in your court, multiverse games. Yeah. Tell me more. Okay, so I've been stuck. I had Monday off and uh, I kind of just got a bit stuck into a bit of a multiverse because I had the January transfer window and I was like to Diane I was I'm only going to play for half an hour but fucking three hours later I'm still getting up itching up to the end I'm coming 14th with Preston and I'm coming between first and second with two games in hand over Liverpool depending on you know what way the results go and stuff either time but uh, yeah multiverse it's just fucking brilliant Um, I was kind of even thinking about adding in a third Manager into my set. Really? Yeah. Like the most I've done is four. But you're you're kind of you are. Um, what are you? You're two seasons deep. I'm three seasons. Three seasons deep. So, like, what would the impact of of adding a third manager in at this stage? Well, at this stage, do? say if I did it in January, I could go to the MLS. I could. Ooh, I could, yeah. I could do Australia. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you're you're getting the most. Like, what I, if you listen to the football manager football show, that we can t- we don't restart saves. No. No, because we like continuing the universe. It's the universe. So it's, basically, it's this is story. my way of continuing or trying out different leagues while and different challenges while in the same universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of having to restart and then going, oh, I know this player's good. I know this player's good. I know I can get him on the cheap. And you're kind of coming in with a bit of a cheap mode on it. This way, you're getting to experience a load of different things. So like my most extravagant one was the four game one. And it was basically, I started in Australia with one. I started in America with one. I started in Ireland with one. And I started with my Manchester United yeah. one. And then I ended up like getting to the... Premier League and Real Madrid so I was man- or, or I was managing in Italy with one so I was just trying to work my way up the football ladder with one and just trying to maintain a Manchester United charge trying just different challenges and then eventually with the idea of coming up against myself in a few different 
arenas. Yeah. So, like, for example, with my Preston Man United save, we're both at different ends of the table, but my Man United team needed a win because Liverpool are hot on my heels, or they were ahead of me by three points, by a point with two games in hand. I had two games in hand, whereas Preston are languishing down to 14th, and I ended up drawing two all with my Preston team. Okay. So. While I was delighted that Preston got the point, simultaneously I was raging at myself for, <laughs> for not winning. For so, like, to be fair, right? So maybe maybe that's maybe that's the big one. Actually, we've just seen David Moyes sacked by West Ham. No way! In in the game, not in real life. Oh, right. But this is possibly art imitating life. Uh, David Moyes done and dusted. Uh, Christmas twenty twenty three. Ah. He's probably got a few more months to, to live. Uh, also, Fulham are out for a new manager as well. So, I mean, if all goes to shit... Fulham in, and West Ham. All goes to shit, we could do a, like a London rescue job. A London save, huh? It'd be all right. Get London's in. calling, baby. London, London's calling, season 11. Um, so, uh, so, like, the big question out of the multiverse stuff, you're playing yourself. Yeah, playing myself. I like doing that. Like... <laughs> Uh, you're playing an you're playing an AI manager, and you're able to read a game and kind of make adjustments on the fly and go, "Cool, I'm after I'm after doing that." But like, are you are you actively trying to outdo yourself? No, I mean, no, do, I do you just I play. I go into the games trying to play your own game to an extent, but like, against yourself. Yeah. So as Preston, I know Man United have like incredible attack and talent so you yeah. try and play a bit more defensive whereas uh, maybe hit on the counter whereas as when you're like you're almost like going full Leroy Jenkins for the whole thing yeah. chasing the goal because you have Haaland you have Mbappe or I do anyway Haaland Mbappe I've, I've just loaned out Sancho and Adeyemi because they weren't getting game time like that's how sick my team is whereas like my Preston team were like full of wonder kids that I got yeah. on the cheap so I have like Lorenzo Luca. but then coming up to the January transfer window I had two lads that I bought in the summer, they weren't really fucking doing great, but I ended up making a twenty million profit, uh, maybe a bit more on the two of them by January. So I just started investing in the transfer market. I seen Chicharito there, you know me, and I like my old historic forwards, <laughs> Brian Chicharito, Freddie Adu. Seeing Adam Lallana was lighting up the championship at thirty six years of age with the most assists in it. So I said, "Fuck it, I'll bring him in a bit of experience." Then I seen Jeffrey Kondogbia going up for sale at Atletico Madrid. Made a cheeky bid for him. Got him. Got another Turkish guy in. Jesus. Brought in Joe Hart because I sold Jack Butlin. I made a nice little profit on him too. Um, so I have a nice. And even they said it to me in the in the in a pre match press conference. Do you not think that the age profile of players that you're bringing in now won't gel with the the younger team yeah. that you have established? I was like, "Fuck off!" So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. P- <laughs> so sorry, that was very, that was very. Like I'm looking at that and I go, "Oh, older players in." So oh, what I've been trying to do in in Portugal is like set up mentoring groups. If I've got older oh, yeah, players, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, well, that's oh, we'll take, we'll take the young blood in and we'll just kind of, you know, hopefully they'll catch a few good habits as opposed to the bad habits. And uh, so, like, I enjoyed that. I, I, and then I finished the gender transfer window. I saved it off. And I watched Ant Man with the missus before I had something to do. Then a bit of work on Monday night, and I had a great, had a great old Monday. But definitely, I would, I would recommend anybody that's looking for a challenge to start to save because you constantly see people going, "Oh, I couldn't get into this one. I couldn't get into that one. Not liking this. Try it. Yeah. Just try it because if you're not liking one team, you can strive to get out of there. But find a team that you do like. Go, go with Real Madrid. And I know people say, oh, playing with Real Madrid isn't really playing. That's fair enough, right? But go with Real Madrid and then go with fucking, like, some someone team in else. Netherlands. Go with a team in Ireland. Go with go with someone different. So you're constantly... And that way then, like, I have Anthony Alanga loaned out to Preston for the past two seasons for Manchester United. Yeah, so, like, that's the thing, right? So you go... 
So who's who's benefiting the most? And would it would it happen if you weren't in a position to do it as United manager and Preston manager? I would only do it in a way that makes sense realistically. So, so if you thought in reality there is no way that Elanga would actually go to Preston Ergo, despite the fact that I'm the Preston manager and I'm also the United manager and I could agree some kind of a Mickey Mouse deal provided the board didn't come in and go, that's a Mickey Mouse deal. Yeah. But you could agree some kind of a Mickey Mouse deal and drop players between one but and like the other. But like if I'm playing him as a star player as well, I don't think that I have to pay as much of his wages either. Yeah. So like Alanga has been with me maybe two, three seasons and I've seen him with a new contract with United. He's getting consistent game time. Uh, Sanderberg has been the same though at Liverpool. So I have the yeah. same agreement with Liverpool. I don't manage them. And you can only bring in two Premier League players in, on loan, on loan in, the, yeah, yeah. In, in the Premier League. So, uh, from a Premier League club. So, like I, I think that makes complete sense. Well, what about, what about then? Uh, Whereas I had Shola Shortire in the Championship, and yeah. that just didn't work out, and I sent him back. Let's say Lorenzo Luca was kind of banging him in for Preston, but Preston aren't getting anywhere. You know, mid table, but could could possibly be doing an awful lot better. He's banging in goals, but you're leaking goals something fierce. And then you're there as the United manager going, Oh, do you know what I could do with a nifty little striker and a little target man? Well, I, and then I fair, go to I go to Luca and I go, Ah, oh, well, United have like six hundred million quid in the bank here. I could just drop like three hundred million. Quid no, I'd never do that ever. No, I even I even put in a like a bid for Scott McTominay in the transfer window before I went with Condogbe and someone else because I sold it for, for my Manchester United team and I put in like a 17 million bid with like 10 million add-ons and then when I got to like I was like yeah I'd accept that and then when I <laughs> and then when I got to my Man United screen I was like no I need homegrown players I want more money from that I wouldn't sell because Newcastle came in with a bid similar and I uh, okay. I rejected it so I rejected it I was like fuck you Preston and then I went back to my Preston set I was like fuck that's like fuck you me yeah Damn. fuck well, I'll only do it in a way that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's where that's where it gets hairy. But there, them, them's the joys when it comes but to multiverse. I one hundred percent recommend people just give it a go. Just even if it's just for one season, and if it's not for you, fair enough. Okay, but it's a bit of fun. You bid on the same players, that kind of thing. Plus, Lorenzo Luca is not getting Holland, Ramos, Sesco, Hoslick and uh, next season Makuku out of that starting lineup. Damn. So I ain't buying anyone out of that. Even though Bayern Munich did try and buy Yusuf Demir off me. Okay. But like undervalued him. Uh, Andy underscore AV, my, my Aston Villa Andy. Uh, great episode. Love the live play commentary. Made it feel like I was watching Soccer Saturday. <laughs> well, we were laughing to ourselves, frustrated by the fact that this was the game that was going to get us sacked. And then you're like, oh, we've got a goal. I've got to celebrate because we've got a goal. But at the same time, we're still in Germany. <laughs> and it's not. Look, it's not the worst thing in the world. Ethan Hawkins was in touch as well. I'd missed this one uh, last week, giving us an update on his league. He said he ended things pretty well with Leicester. He got to the semi-finals of the FA Cup. He was going to try and push for Champions League next season with a couple of new signings coming in so far. He's got Thilo Kerrer, uh, who is still a uh, PSG and Alfredo Morales uh, still only 23 years old as well both players for a combined 26 million he sees it as a bargain the Man City job is available so he may have to jump ship If it, what season what year is this thing Man City job is available Jesus uh, Jamie Vardy is banging 20 goals from this season Wilfred Ndidi oh, see I'm, I'm waiting for the Man City job or something like that when I want to win the Conference League with Preston and then that way because I'm getting rejected from big the, jobs the Europa Conference League yeah, yeah. I'm getting rejected for big jobs because I'm uh, I don't have any silverware to my name even though I won the playoffs yes. but and I did get offered the Spurs job but sure like 
they don't really care about silverware yeah. spurs evidently I ended up delaying it for two weeks and then went to accept it and they said I had to accept it immediately so I rejected it oh, and I said fuck it I'll stay with Preston just seeing uh, Andy's uh, picture of the couple of points of, of Madri yeah, it looks or, nice, or the singular it? point of Madri and now I'm reminded that I was drinking points of Madri in, in January I'll and they're drinking, not bad I'll they're be drinking bad. a Manchester boy Oh, you week? will. I'm going week. to Manchester, right? Uh, did you get tickets for the game after? No, no. So what happened was my missus knows that my biggest dream in life is to go to WrestleMania. She yes. knows this. And then she was like, can't afford WrestleMania, but I got you tickets to go see wrestling in Manchester. And I was like, oh my God. And she was like, you've never been before to see wrestling. I was like, no, no, I have. <laughs> She's like, what? Like all those other... She was like, uh, all the Irish stuff. OGT yeah, but the actual and... wrestling. I was like, no, I have. Where? And I was like, ah, oh, a few in Dublin. And funny enough, one in Manchester. She's like, you've already seen WWE in Manchester. I was like, yep. She's fuck. And I said, what time are we flying home, man? This is a few weeks ago before the fixtures changed. And she was like, oh, Saturday at half 12 or whatever. And I was like, oh, right. And then I went and looked at the fixture list. And I was like, Man United are playing at half 12 on Saturday in Manchester in Old Trafford. She's like, oh. Um, So not only will I not be in, but not only will I be in Manchester when Man United are playing, but I'll have to board a plane when kickoff happens <laughs> so I won't even get the seat again uh, yeah. and I was like you always do this you book flight she booked flights remember that Man United drubbing against Liverpool a few years ago with, yeah not the 7-0 one I think it was yeah five, but you, you dodged a bullet we spanked you I think it was the 5-0 one and then she booked and me going there I missed the Manchester United Leicester game as well and I was like why well, stop booking flights when Man United are look at the fucking fixture list yeah. but anyway I'm going to Manchester and that's why we're recording a bit early uh, Nicky Reeve finally Parma, Serie A champions. They beat Roma by three points. Shut out the month of Mourinho as he was slagging me off all season. Stayed unbeaten until January until a defeat and a dry run of goals. We needed a hero. A legend. Who was the hero? Who was the legend? Oh, wait, there's more. Enter... Kelvin Yaboa. Oh, Yaboa. Tony Yaboa. What a name. He is back. Sold to Spurs for 42 million. Bought back for 10 million. Very Spurs like. He helps rediscover the goals in the team to help us march to the title. Now I have to sell a lot of players due to financial fair play. <laughs> Hello, Chelsea. That happened, that happened with Rodrigo De Paul when I was Udinese. He got sold before I became Udinese manager to PSG. Wasn't playing and brought him back on loan. Um, in, in January and then bought in the next season for Jesus, like 30 for million less nice uh, FMG and G uh, we were talking about uh, League of Ireland stuff because if you follow any of the League of Ireland action in real life uh, and you follow any of the scoreline stuff we do like to keep an eye on our own homegrown players from Kilkenny Evan and Ferguson it, apparently signed a new contract I know he's not from Kilkenny sorry. oh with Brighton yeah nice one uh, he was missing for the FA Cup which is a bit disappointing but we did get to see Colin Whelan uh, of Kilkenny make his return to the yeah, League of Derry. Ireland or not yeah it's uh, Derry, Derry yeah. yes he's been over the year uh, he had been with UCD was released uh, and FMG and G's been doing this monster university challenge UCD save uh, but Colm gets into the Derry side of things they pick him up in there as well and then he retired age 29 which is very oh. disappointing in yeah. in game like yeah, um, I brought Colin Whelan in for my Preston team but uh Hasn't been doing it. Hasn't been doing it, no. Pity enough. Um, so that's that's about the height of it in terms of the shout-outs. If you want to get in touch, you can do so by email. Any stage, it is... Uh, what's the email address? Podcast at fmfshow.com. I have no idea. Uh, and then we're on Twitter, as usual, also, at shout, FMF Show. shout-out as well to Connor Searley. He looked like he had a cracking time at the Doncaster Wrestling Show. Oh, class. So if you're, if you're in Manchester, <laughs> I don't know how close Doncaster and Manchester are, but... Gotta gotta find that out. Now. And I, 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 I no said there's on the lovely screamer as well. 
Oh, the, from the Canadian prayer, from yeah. the, the CPL, which was an absolute beauty. So I take he's over in Canada. Can, well, he's at least watching Canadian football, which isn't the worst thing. You should know that uh, Ibrahimovic's contract is out in six months' time. Uh, you might want to do something no, to, re- to renew that. He scored one goal. Uh, he's been in bad form. So we're in Germany, lads. Uh, we didn't get sacked last week. We are moving through uh, December. It was the tail end of November and into December. We have a whole uh, skin full of games and stuff to get through. I have uh, Champions League action to start with. And every single game this week is a reminder. It is. It's the start well, of December. Just before that- we go on, we're talking about Canada. Did you know that they have a really funny uh, Canadian TV show called Letter Kenny? No, Letter Kenny is obviously a place in Ireland. In Donegal, yeah, 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 yeah. but it's uh, it's hilarious. Go check it out. Jesus, okay. Ayamotosan probably has seen it already. Very, very, very possibly. Uh, oh, he's got a one-year extension clause. Boom, trigger Who? extension. Ibra. Uh not one of my uh, defenders, which I probably need. So we played, we played three games before we came in here. Yes, and then there's some. We might have to play a few games. Just we might get just one to game see in. Where we go? Just at the very at the very end, provided that uh, said game actually exists. Uh, so what we're doing is I'm going to start on the the Champions League side of things. I should also say, and again before we start. At Benfica going well in Portugal we're moving into February and I finally got to spend some time with Kilkenny City as well during the week uh, but I have a couple of days that I get to invest in all of that next week uh, and try and finish you're, you're it you're going to week off Find, try and finish out my League of Ireland season I've got we've got a few days coming off anyway uh, so uh, Champions League starts over uh, starts the coverage uh, for this week on the network save the sack looms over Maguire with PSG up next I'm like for the love of sweet you're baby you're about to get teabagged Jesus you Christ because we got mauled by and Atletico did, did anybody get that was a really funny joke about teabagged because you said the sack looms over your head yeah so I said teabagging, teabagged, yeah. I, I, I got if anyone it. wants to know what teabagging is google it on your work computer <laughs> <laughs> hashtag NSFW so, that sounds uh, like a great wrestling promotion <laughs> NSFW <laughs> uh, so uh, I dropped Kevin Trapp finally because I had remembered to do it. I think I did it the last time I had Lund playing in goal. Um, possibly for his last time, we'll, we'll see. He needs a game or two on the bench to think about the fact that he's after conceding 24 goals in 11 games. Bore, I was told to drop him before the game. Bore was aggressive before the game. Bore, I was told to take him off penalties before the game. And wouldn't you know it, I have him playing as a shadow striker. He sprints out to the left-hand edge of the box. We're only minutes into the game against PSG. He provides the assist, does all the donkey work work and we go 1-0 up at about 15 minutes on the clock and I'm like this is great because I held, I held a team meeting before it again this is like my I don't know 20th team meeting I've had I'm, I'm pretty much in team meetings every single opportunity that I can so much so that I think I'm actually running out of options on things to say in said team meetings PSG go level a half an hour in this is our last Champions League group game by the way and we were already knocked out last week but if we get a result in any kind of a shape uh, we do have a chance or at least if Galatasaray lose we have a chance of finishing third and then going into the Europa League so PSG go level Verratti with a free kick like the pace on this thing holy mother of god half an hour on the clock it's one all and then some chronic play from us 44 minutes in right before half time we hit a savage passage of play like we're moving the ball really well all the way into the PSG like their kind of third of the pitch Belgio race is clear and we had I think we had this discussion not too long ago where the players end up going slightly ahead of the ball oh yeah 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 and then he's having to slow down his run to wait for the ball to come to him which is what it looks like I understand that playing that in the second division in, in, in 
Kilkenny District League when the grass isn't cut because the other team are like, we're going to make them put it up in the air. <laughs> so we're not going to cut the grass. There'll be fucking dandelions on the pitch and everything and it'll slow down. Like I once played a game in the Kilkenny District League. I think it was in the third division when we were there. And we had to shoo sheep off the pitch before the game <laughs> and then play it. Imagine what the sheep left behind. So you're going up for fucking headers, you're throwing the ball, and there's sheep shit all over you. Jesus Christ. That's called fucking passion. And speaking of the Kilkenyan District League, our own ex-podcaster, yeah, yeah. Robbie Dowlin, has after winning the head in the game a Foot Golf Association of Ireland match play championship, beating out 17 Irish internationals that are going to the Foot Golf World Cup in Orlando in a few weeks. 17 he, of them. And I didn't even know he played foot golf. And then his sister yeah. beat, uh, beat a whole load of female internationals to win the women's side of the competition. Ugh. So the siblings cleaning up on foot golf. I did not know this was a thing either. I, I knew foot golf was a thing, but I didn't know. Like I've sat, sat in that studio with Robbie every weekend. Worked with him during the week, but every weekend we sat in the, sit in the studio for fucking at least six hours and... That's been going on for maybe three years. He has not once mentioned playing football to me. I genuinely had no idea he played football. Really? And I'm his manager in soccer. Like, I'm around Robbie a lot. <laughs> and the first mention of it was somebody texting in to our colleague Emer Show to congratulate Robbie with a yeah. with a pitcher and all. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Talk about talk about being outed on air. I gave him a standing ovation, a slow clap standing ovation <laughs> when he came in this morning. But congratulations to congratulations to Robbie. To be fair, anyway, going back to this uh, all kind of thing. So I see Belgium running on the pitch, and he's 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 like it's like he's looking over his shoulder, kind of slowing down his step to wait for the ball to catch up to him. So in the end, he loses the ball in the PSG box. It's just him, the goalkeeper, and a defender who's able to catch him naked off his foot. Uh, smacks it out to Hakimi out in the wing. Hakimi flicks it onto Mbappe in the box and Deke goes for the for the tackle on Mbappe knocks the ball off his feet Bruno Fernandes is standing in the back post oh, completely he's PSG, unmarked he? he's with PSG and he's playing a blinder as well so half time we go in we're 2-1 down Mbappe comes off at half time because they have the lead they don't need to do anything they're already qualified they're going to finish in first place anyway uh, Neymar comes on Beljo comes off he's had about as much as he can manage he's to be fair he's only coming back from injury uh, so Lindstrom goes out in the wing replaces an injured Cole Moani Bore goes up top we are under fierce pressure for the rest of the game I'm like I got nothing else to lose oh grand I think Galatasaray are going to lose so we just roll the dice uh, I bring on a mega with about kind of 10 minutes to go I swear to god we went like all out attack like very attacking like full on Leroy Jenkins and a mega breaks through ladies and gentlemen 87 minutes on the clock boom Two all total breakaway got like this was one of the sexiest things that I have seen a football manager. It was just so good, and then literally two minutes later, Neymar pops up and makes it three two, and then oh, uh, the you're game barely <laughs> rubbing your nipples at that stage. <laughs> the and game then he comes to score. The game runs out of time, and we've lost. And I was told ahead of the game against PSG because we got we got hauled over the coals by the board for the Atletico game that um, this one may end up with me getting sacked, but. We held through. There was a fan poll. Eighty-two uh, percent of those surveys said that yes, I absolutely should get sacked. Uh, but Neymar clinches the winner. Ninety minutes, close-range volley. Jesus wept, but we survive. Barely, barely. Though, like my next news update is Maguire is on the verge of sack ahead of Hertha clash. You should get sacked. That a poor result uh, would result in my fate. That's being just the media sealed. spouting shit. It's it's now every game. 
every game. It doesn't play well on me, doesn't play well on the players. But that's where we're going to start the league. Coming off the threat of the sack from the Champions League, we have qualified for the Europa League, which uh, I will I will take. Uh, and we are going to play uh, Hertha Berlin, who are, oh, I think Hertha were maybe fifth in the league at this stage. They're kind of they're kind of flying high enough to be fair. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're a little bit further down. But if we perform poorly against them, they're definitely in the top half of the table. Uh, we're snookered. Where do you start the league? Fucking Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent youth intake I get before. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, it's, it's, all the, it's all the investment in youth. Uh, pressure grows on O'Keefe ahead of the game against Borussia fucking Dortmund. I start with, uh, I go with a, a 4-2-3-1. Ibra up top, Fabi Martins, Kalmar Vargas, uh, Rec, Ravella, Iago, Udokai, Guelede, and 35-year-old Kubek in goal. Uh, we start off really well. Defensively, we had... Reduced him to just one shot at home, which is great, like in the first fucking 20 minutes. A 35-year-old gets suggested to come off by the assistant manager. You know why? Why? He has a bruise on his thigh. Uh, what the uh. fuck? These are the type of fucking inept <laughs> dickheads that I'm working with. A little bruise. A little bit of bruise. Fucking lap a bit of suit cream on it, Grant. 18 minutes, though, disaster. Ravella gives away an absolute blatant penalty. Before the game, they were like, oh, he's lacking match fitness. Do you think that plays a part into like the fouls and stuff that you give away? Uh, f- I, I would see if you were lacking match fitness and maybe your concentration was poor or your work rate was poor or your maybe your teamwork was poor. I'm not sure. There's got to be some kind of correlation or, or knock-on that if you're if you're just like you've seen it at the Premier League at the weekend like if you're just if you're missing a step that you're liable to pick up a yellow card or you're liable to do something that's a little bit reckless yeah I think it's annoying anyway they fucking bury it VAR didn't give me any fucking help there Guerrero buries it uh, even though Kubik picked the right side he just drove it into the top corner it was almost similar to Victor Lindelof's winning penalty against Brighton then four minutes later Ravella's midfield partner Rec gives a penalty away as well you. But VAR ruled it out, thank fuck. And I don't have get stuck in. They're just fucking yeah. mad boys. They don't listen to me at all. So I encourage the team, uh, turn on hit early crosses as we just keep running to the goal line but not whipping the ball in at all. It's like we're running out over. It's particularly Vargas. Uh, half an hour marked though. We're going well, all things considered. Not a lot of shots with three, only one on target. Way too many yellows. And at halftime, I tell them they've been a bit unlucky. Then coming out of halftime, about five minutes in, I do a bit of Demi Moore because fuck win a Paltrow. Whoop, whoop. And fuck Lee Riggs but while we're on the topic. Uh, Cordova and Demi Orvik ugh, comes on. Sounds like that fucking Demi Gordon. Oh, in, um, in Stranger in, Times. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Demi Moore, Demi Orvik, Demi Garden. Uh, and then I look to go more direct. Then disaster. Fabi loses the ball terribly. Five metres in their half. They just march up the line uncontested. Ball gets whipped in. Torgan Hazard's on the end of it. And it's 2 0. Udokai then out of position um, for, for, for that that particular goal and he has a 5.9 rating so I bring on Reese Oxford uh, Ivancek is also one does so though don't happen until after Dortmund make it 3-0 <laughs> I go more attacking Ellingson comes on gets how in do you go more attacking a three? You just, I chase, just, I just want to score like. yeah, yeah. and Ellingson comes on I get an immediate yellow for him Adeyemi makes it four and then I get Jeez. called into a meeting and what happened with you? With me, I got called into a meeting as well, did I? But no, oh, I played, I played, I played a game first. Yeah, so 
I go and I play a Hertha facing the sack again. Uh, the board expect to draw. The fans are expecting the same. Uh, they tell me I need to st- still need to do this to sort out the defensive play, but then to play the pressing football. It's like we want you to score goals, but you're also leaking goals at the same time. That's fair enough. So after his uh, like crazy glorious goal uh, against PSG uh, last time out Omega's going to start up top uh, Mario Gotcha is in behind him uh, and then I've got Lindstrom and Haig on the wings Dedic needs a rest so he doesn't make the bench we're attacking from the off almost have something in in the first two minutes three minutes I thought this was great but four minutes on the clock Serdar for Hertha with an absolute banger like they win a corner float it into the box I'm fairly sure it was actually Omega gets the clearance on it at the edge of the box heads it all the way out to the uh, to his right to the left hand side of the pitch uh, and Serdar's there left edge of the area like wallops this thing first time bottom right corner uh, and we're 1-0 down after 4 minutes they get one ruled out on 21 minutes we give away a penalty on the stroke of half time Luca Bacchio uh, hammers at home so we're 2-0 down at the break we've had 3 shots on goal uh, we've had 1 on target uh, second half Lindstrom gets a first effort away about 5 minutes after the break we're starting to like I'm trying to get them to push up a bit more just to do something I don't know what it is the language barrier the instructions or what's going on Zimmerman and Endeka tried to get them more involved um, as wing backs uh, and, and just look for overlaps in the second half but we've had three more attempts on goal at least than we did in the first half uh, Beljo finds the back of the net with 10 minutes to go I'm like game on this is great even if we get a draw this could be huge four minutes of injury time to go uh, we've we've shifted to two up top we've put Valakari on uh, forgot you and moved him up beside Belgium to finish out the game but uh, it ends 2-1 uh, we slip down to 13th you're currently in 17th at this point uh, we've had four wins from f- that's four wins from 15 Christ three draws eight defeats uh, Augsburg have had no wins seven draws and eight defeats and then as it happened after the Champions League game the board want to hold a meeting with you regard your position in the club the performance hasn't been good enough your position is under serious threat failure to attend this meeting will result in the board terminating your contract with the club now that said the manager performance is a C and the board are satisfied with the management of your team. So what gives with the meeting? Like they're happy with the Champions League stuff. Okay, they're annoyed about, you know, we only managed to reach the second round of the cup. Fair enough. We were beaten by Armenia Bielfeld. Fair enough. And we got whooped against Stuttgart 4-0. Fair enough. But they're loving the level of support in the team. They're loving some of the results. And then we get into all these negotiations. And this is the first time that, like, you you ran into the office and you were, were like, we're literally having the same conversation with our boards at the same time. Yeah, because I got hauled in as well. But with you having a C rating, I had an E rating. Oh, Jesus. And they weren't happy with a lot of stuff at all. And then they brought me in and they were like, you know, better, better, better. And I went... That's a bit knee-jerk reaction, isn't it? Bit of a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, so what if I haven't won a game in 14 games? <laughs> so what if I've probably the lowest scoring rate in all the games? I have the bit, I have the most amount of draws in this league. All right? I'll have you fucking know that. Seven. About three or four more than any other team. So, yeah. come on. I'll get it right, like. But so, then I was kind of going, no, nah, I should just burn this bridge and then fuck off to Fulham. But I, I, think, I think I'd rather be sacked... 
having made an effort rather than just kind of playing the I'm just yeah. going to go in and threaten the board and go oh, yeah well yeah, look, we have to keep it somewhat realistic but yeah. like we both know we want to get the fuck out of Germany well there's a, there's a little bit of that but at the same time I'm not totally willing to give up because you kind of get into something like maybe maybe we can turn this ship around I don't know what kind of the, the passage of the, the conversation was you're trying to convince him to do something and the options are really weird it was like there's an option that says oh look our next run of fixtures are really favourable give me a chance to turn it around uh, followed by like you know side by side with the option that gives you like oh our next run of fixtures are really hard uh, you know I just need some time to get through this patch and then we'll kind of figure it out and then you can pitch to go well look uh, we will be grand by the end of the season and then next season will be okay it's like no board is going to buy that shite look mm. um, so in the wind up whatever way the conversation flows uh, you get to ask the question what do I need to do to keep my job yeah I'm looking at your at, like Belgio is the third top goal scorer in the league and he missed six weeks yeah but like he's Sick. he's scoring goals but we're leaking goals like you're welcome like Hoffenheim 3-2 uh, no we bet Hoffenheim 3-2 Stuttgart whooped Union Berlin whooped Bayern whooped like we have conceded a staggering amount of goals um, but the board anyway uh, allow a little bit more time and their uh, demand is that we get eight points from the next five matches in order to keep your job funny enough that's what their demand was for me too and in my next five matches are Stuttgart Mainz Armenia Bielefeld Bayern Munich and Nuremberg now eight points from the next five matches doesn't seem like a lot but from the last 15 games I have managed seven points <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 kind of that's kind of cruel. We get uh, so my next five games are going to be Cologne, Schalke, uh, and then it's into January. So it's going to be Bayern, uh, who who bet us four one, uh, Leipzig, who we drew with two all at the start of the season, and Union Berlin, who bet us three one already this season. Uh, and then the Cologne game is is the game that we would have played. I against. should have just resigned, man. That's I should have like. No, that. Should, where's where's the challenge in resigning? Because you you resign and then you you kind of look to go to another club and they're like, well, you quit your last job. Like, well, no, I here. just edit myself in. Right, well, yeah, I suppose that's that's kind of true. I go back to my old tactics anyway for that big game against Stuttgart. Well, absolutely nobody's more bad. <laughs> Like I, I was like you know I did the pump fist let's fucking do this yeah. boys look where the boys where the boys where the boys I look like Nathan Jones at Southampton yowza you know um, Rec opens to score and they on 15 minutes Boom. Kenneth the cross, he crosses in from a corner hits the first man comes back out to him crosses it back in hits the first man again comes back out to him takes a shot and it's a goal Lazio buries it doesn't look like it'd be long lived though defence looks very shaky but we're putting it up to him Cordova goes close we're well on top but can't get any shots on target bar that wreck one half time I tell him boys keep fucking going right you can just do keep this. fucking going keep it going and I I say this to all the Castle Warren players as well if, yeah. we're, if we're up at half time I say lads especially the keeper I go over to the keeper and I say look Alan if you don't let in any goals we win the game by already having scored more goals than them. <laughs> he goes, right. And I say, that's the tactic now, right? Just don't let in goals because no matter what they do and how many we score, we've won the game already. Yes, yes. I, and I go out and I go say to Robbie as a striker, I say, Robbie, if you score more goals than they score, that means we win the game. Did you know that? No, that's the tactic we're going with. Scoring goals, all right? Let's do it. And not letting in goals. Best fucking tactic in soccer. Um, 
Cordoba then straight away from the ha- from half time gets on the end of a corner. It's two nil. <laughs> two nil. <laughs> Team is mostly in the sevens. Rick is on the corners as well, which I used to have a gra- I- Iago on the villain. Uh, the fuck is going on in this game? Ellingson has been an absolute revelation, Kenneth, at right back. Twelve shots, four on target, but now they're starting to come into the game. They hit the crossbar and all. I'm like, oh no, this is another loss. This is going to be a draw. Another yeah. draw. Time wasting. Subs. Then on the 93rd minute, Reese Oxford pops up a header from Rick. Bangs into the corner. It's 3-0. Three points. The first three points of the fucking season. Wow. I was absolutely delighted. And then I get hit with like uh, annoyances because Reese Oxford's contract talks break down and he's a very minimal uh, release clause. Yeah. Um, Ellingson gets injured for three weeks after playing his best game for the fucking club. And then the board are like, we reckon you're going to reach your target. Which I won't. Like, okay. I won't. But yeah. I'm I'm like, how are they, were they inspired to put in such a good performance against fucking Stuttgart? Was it was it the challenge? But now now you've got three points. Yeah. Finally. You've got three points out of the eight. Doesn't really do me much fucking difference anyway. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, three points, it's three points out of the eight. So now you only need five points out of four games. Which isn't isn't all you know. It's yeah, not it's not unattainable. Like, um, so we you, go, it's not like win a game, draw a game. You need to win two games no. or win one game, draw two. So we have another El Sacico because we if we haven't had enough of them already this season, and it's against Cologne, and I kind of pissed because I'd like to fucking stick it to Robbie there. You know, but I don't have the chance to do it. So, uh, he's his his um, his manager is still in the game. Still hasn't he's he's holidaying, but still hasn't been sacked yet. Uh, Lord only knows how that's actually happening. He's up. He's off on the foot golf course. On the foot golf course. Uh, so, not entirely sure what happened for the first stretch of the game because I actually uh, have to spend about twenty minutes on the phone. But I do know that eighteen minutes into it, uh, Matthias Svanberg has the ball in the back of the net. We're one nil up. So I've shuffled things around again. Again, I kind of went back through the tactics and I was kind of looking at the game report and they're like, okay, well, you could do the 4-3-3 DM wide type of a thing. Uh, and I'm like, well, maybe my problem is that the, the AMC isn't really firing and the two up top seem to kind of release a little bit of kind of magic against PSG. So maybe I'll bring two up top in this. So I went for two up top, two on the wing, two in the middle and four at the back. 4-2-4. Four, four. Yeah. They have a goal ruled out. 32 minutes. So we're still 1-0 up. 55 minutes Beljo plays Bore through blast the back of the net uh, he's straight offside he actually had two more uh, ruled offside in the first half like our, our performance against Cologne has been alright um, you kind of feel like it's it's an interesting one I kind of feel like we're actually bullying lads that's the way it goes like we're chasing every ball we're hungry we're pressing like we had another team talk after the 8 point thing and all the players were just like yeah we haven't been good enough it's time to stand up uh, I got Hagan for Colin Moani we've got a VAR screen review on the side of the pitch because we have a chance of a penalty make this 2-0 put the game away beyond all doubt uh, it's waved away though uh, playing with a, a little bit more heart uh, trying to press for uh, set pieces or not press for set pieces but position lads for set pieces have gone back to kind of at least have somebody a little bit more on the edge of the box so if there is a clearance I'm not making the mistakes that I had uh, done previously we're making an effort lads they get a corner in the 89th minute we're able to break from it we spend the last three minutes of the game camped in their end but would you look at that we have 
have ourselves a win. We have three points. Bore finishes with a couple of goals ruled out for offside. We get 17 shots on goal. We have an XG at 2.01. We win 1-0, but it's three points out of eight that we needed. Like that, we have to get five from the next four games. We might even live to see January, provided we can get past Schalke. We get drawn against Copenhagen which is going to be taking place in February whether or not I'm there to do that I, I don't know um, the, we get home as well for the first game and then we go to Schalke and again kicker reporting I'm out the gap with a bad result like to be fair there's nothing to say that the board wouldn't change their mind I don't know if it's a case where like if you you needed to get 8 points out of the 5 games and you lose 2 you lose two of those 5 games straight off the bat the board would have to be looking at you going uh, no that's that's not going to happen Stellini in real life they need the Spurs need the points He's he's been absolutely smashed out of the club so we need to get 8 from the 5 we have 3 points down we need 5 from 4 we have Schalke who are 4th in the table we're 12th then we've got two weeks off for Christmas we've Bayern at home Union Berlin away and Leipzig at home essentially it's working out that we've both got until the end of January uh, and then we're gone one way or the other uh, so um, Bayern had whooped us I mentioned that 4-1 Leipzig was 2 all the last time Union Berlin spanked us 3-1 at the end of September this is the first game all season against Schalke where Bore uh, isn't aggressive starting up front he's actually composed and then inspired after the pre-game talk there's a nice little option there telling players that it's time to shut the critics up and I'm like let's do that they're all green before going out in the pitch 15 minutes in Belgio first goal of the game Cole Mouani capitalises on a fairly poor clearance collects the ball the right edge of the box uh, low ball in for Belgio to run in taps it home inside the 6 yard box great start Mouani goes close again on 20 minutes Lindstrom with a good effort on 34 and we've managed 4 attempts on target overall uh, and sure enough heading into halftime I see the red face beside Bore he's gone aggressive again but he's not getting on the ball at all Joe Scally is but Bore isn't and Joe Scally is playing it right back halftime we're 1-0 up We've limited them to three attempts on goal, uh, and as the XG goes, we're 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 looking positive. Like we'd a much kind of better end to the half. Uh, I thought Dejic was going to be lost to me straight away. He went in for this bananas tackle about five minutes into the second half, uh, but the referee waves it off. It's grand, okay, not even a yellow card. And then Vuskovic, the big man, gets up for a corner. Svanberg is on the corner, whips it into the box. Vuskovic first headed home. We're two 0 up. Uh, and I, this is like I don't know when the last time we went 2-0 up was uh, at home as well Mwani goes through on goal a couple of minutes later from the right wing can't get the finish thinking I might have to drop him up like I had dropped him off the last game and then tore strips off him and he came back with this monster performance um, but 55 minutes is only like 5 minutes later we have a third uh, a third goal Jesus Mwani hits a long ball into the box uh, Gamey clears it to Dedic who's made the overlap and run left edge of the area floats one in for Belgio who is just a whisker onside heads home top right corner 3-0 happy Christmas to us Gotcha comes on for Bore Lindstrom is having a reasonable game on the left wing but uh, he keeps missing his chances he's firing them straight across the goal so he gets the hook uh, Belgio scores again commentator saying that he's playing his heart out for the club and they're not wrong Schalke absolutely falling apart at the back Flick tries to clear it this is a really weird one he tries to clear it uh, like up in the air with nobody else in the box Bar Belgio and like sticks it on Belgio's head and it's in the back of the net again 20 minutes ago we're leading 4-0 back to back wins and we, and, we, and we get another 3 points so now all of a sudden we've got 6 points 
out of the eight that we need and we have three games to spare which means I need two points from Bayern Leipzig or Union Berlin I don't know if two draws would save it for me I'm not going to get the win out of it two draws would save it for you yeah, well that's what I would hope but maybe the board will go actually do you know what no not going to happen not going to happen so who's your next game against because that's potentially your last game the Mainz Bastards of Mainz. 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 Uh, I go with the nearly the exact same team, except Ellingson is gone. Yeah. After 14 seconds, though, Ibra collects a long ball over the top, free on goal, nose plays him and absolutely capitulates. I expect more from your brother. Yeah. He's meant to he be a lion, be. you know what I mean? Relax. Yeah. Relax the fucking cacks. Don't shit yourself. Um, then, after a few minutes, disaster strikes as Udake goes out. Right, so he's the left of my centre backs. Yeah. I've played three centre backs. He's out on the left wing. Reese Oxford is in the centre, while my right centre back is on the right wing, it seems. And yeah. my two right and left wingers are playing up near the fucking strikers. But, like, staying tight. So Docky goes to pass it back to Reese Oxford. Your man just basically just passes it back to their striker, yeah. who just runs a bit. My right back or right centre back isn't close enough to Oxford even though I'm playing narrow defensively so there's just massive gap he just passed off your man buries it in the net I'm down 1-0 after a few minutes Jesus two minutes to be exact a couple of minutes but we're the much better team then after that we go close to a header they still only have one shot and we seem incapable of bringing the ball into the box and shooting Okay. every time we get the ball on the edge it's just like shoot frantic it's, and I don't have shoot for anywhere on. I had to actually go into Cordova to tell him to shoot fucking less. Yeah. Because he's down there to take more risks. But, like, can on target at least. Uh, we go to half time in Vasix then, just before then, or right just after it, scores an absolute screamer from about 30 yards out. So it's one all. I bring Vargas on for Ibra. And immediately he's in for a 1v1. Absolutely fluffs it. Then we're all over him, Kenneth. We go positive. Fabi Martins comes on. Vargas absolutely fucking makes a hames of the counter-attack. We go for Leroy Jenkins. A bit yeah. of Demi Moore because fuck win the Paltrow. Kubek nearly absolutely gifts them a goal. He throws it out to the striker. The striker just fucks it up. Had fucking Yago then I realised on corner instead of Wreck after he fucking assisted mm-hmm. twice and got a goal for himself. Vargas, last shot of the game. He's clear true on goal. Thinks it into the keeper's hand. Jesus Fucks Christ, it. Vargas. Now I need to get a win and a draw. And then we come up to uh, 21 days of nothingness yeah. because they take a Christmas break. But Diego Lopez is finally joining me. He was a Brazilian who's been playing with uh, a Singapore team for the past while he's been doing quite well by all accounts and uh, Frankfurt's Amir Dedic talk of him coming to Augsburg why? I didn't. I have no idea. How is it? This better I, not be happening. I have absolutely no idea. I don't. Have, he's worth like thirty something million. I have no money in my bank, and I don't mean like I have like a couple of million. I have. Oh nothing. fuck me! Have I only got Dedic on loan? No, I bought him. Didn't I? I don't know, but because I, I, I have Leipzig now sniffing around Colin Muani. Like I keep getting like, oh, nice one. My job is D. It's insecure as well. No, I I own Dedich. Jesus, thank God for that. I have no reason why he's coming up into my consciousness Same. because I have never bid for him at all. Okay, never even looked at him. Let's see how it goes. Uh, so what do we do? Because that's 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 kind of where we go. Do you want to get one game in? I think. The 16th versus 17th clash of Armenia Bielfield versus Augsburg is something that people really want to listen to. So move whatever the fuck you're doing because like if I win this game right, yeah. and then I have Bayern next it will come down 
pretty much to my last game against Nuremberg. And Nuremberg aren't doing particularly well at all either. They're bottom of the table, I should let you know. And they've just appointed a new manager. So I need to get four points from my remaining three Three games, games. with one of them being Bayern. Yeah. So if I win this game against Armenian Bielfeld, that means that we can go into next week's podcast knowing that I need a single point point from two games to save my job right (laughs) if I draw with these I need three points yeah which sets up a possible upset against Bayern Munchkins am I what and if I don't win that means I need to get a result off Bayern yeah so like you know there's a lot of permutations here a lot of permutations okay let's uh, let's let's figure this out and then let's finish off with a live game right this is it. Uh, last game of the last game, last stretch of the podcast, and last game for the week. Live game, gamey, live gamey to finish it out. Augsburg at home against Armenia Bielfeld. You're currently in sixteenth. They're in seventeenth. My fucking whole team have got so pissed off of me in the past oh, few moments because uh, one guy is homesick. Remember Guevara? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I let go home, back to Holland for six weeks. He's still fucking six homesick. weeks. Yeah, Hol- it's, like, it's literally next door. I'd say the same difference, man. You can drive. You same can probably difference. throw a stone to. Holland. Uh, Vargas wanted more money and I was like no problem went to give him more money and I couldn't offer him what he wanted he wanted 43 okay. grand a week he's on 22 grand a week Jesus. that's the most I can offer him so now he's pissed off Rec got injured for 8 weeks after putting in a star <laughs> performance there against Stuttgart and now both managers are up for the sack this is El Sackico yes 4-2-3-1 that's what I'm going with I'm going attacking I'm going positive Ibra is benched Cordova is starting Vargas Fabi Martins my new signing Diego Lopez is AMC, Ivanisic, Ravella, Iago, Udokai, Oxford, Framberger, and Kubek. That's the team. So I'm kind of hoping that Leipzig beat Mainz and that Freiburg lose and that Stuttgart lose and that we beat Bayern. Because if we do, I get the points and I could actually finish the week in eighth in the table. Wait, when? Are you playing Bayern now? I'm playing Bayern right now. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the two of us. You're, you're playing. Oh. oh, fuck you. You started. <laughs> Have you started? It's not alive for me. <laughs> It's not what? It's not live. What do you mean it's not live? I got the leg kick off. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, so this is just my game, Kenneth. Okay. Yeah, I'll play I'll play out mine. You take it away. We've we've got El Sakiko. 16th plays 17th. Come on, Augsburg, if that's her name. Right, make sure we have comprehensive highlights on. Okay, we're starting off. No, they're starting off. Yago picks it up. We're about two minutes in. Oh, they go close. Kubek with a nice save. Kubek kicks it long. Fabi Martins has it. Framberger with the overlap. Framberger rips it in. Cordova heads it. Great save by the keeper. And Rania Billfield, I should say, are 17th. So they're just underneath us. This is a relegation six-pointer, it has to be said. Uh, we're passing fairly all right. So Iago doing another overlap now on the left. Vargas, but do you see what I mean? Because you're looking at the game, that they're yeah. running too close to the byline all the time. Yeah. That's happening That's a lot all of your the guys. time. Yeah. Because you you had pointed that out, was it? No, the game against Stuttgart where you're uh, you you had three at the back, but the guy you had on the left was like absolutely hogging the line far out left. Yeah, well, no, see, I've changed this though to four two three one. Okay, so this is four two three one now, and we have three shots two on target, but we keep running to the byline. There's another chance gone. Is that your instruction? Is it for crossing from the byline? No, no, no. It's mixed crossing. Oxford to Ravella. Ravella. Diego Lopez. His first goal of the season on his debut, Framberger with a ball in over the top and then Diego Lopez. This could be the catalyst for the change of the season. Look like nobody playing perfectly on side. Framberger, look at that for a long ball. Comes in, great play. Nearly at the byline himself. Little dink over the keeper. It's 1-0. 
to Augsburg advantage us we go up to 14th now in the table Jamie as things Mike. currently stand I'd imagine all the other teams have to play oh it's nearly one all Kubik with a fantastic save with his feet so remind us you need to get uh, you need to get how many points from these three games I need to get four points from the remaining three games as things stand I will only need one point and my last game my next game is Bayern but my last game after that is Nuremberg who are rooted to the bottom of the table the front post Framberger again who's doing quite well oh it's 2-0 Vargas finds the net. The defenders are appealing for offside. It's awarded. Diego Lopez setting him up with that goal. What a revelation. He's he's in giant Germany after being in Singapore for so long. Ivan Osic, Diego Lopez. Look at that from a run from Vargas and a nice little tap, tap, tap. It's 2-0 oh, yeah. against Augsburg. As things stand, I'm going to win the Bundesliga. <laughs> that is with Diego Lopez stretch. up top. He could do... See, I was going to say earlier... You You're going to end up falling in love with Augsburg. This is what's going to happen. You could find that one player that could totally change your season. We're approaching half-time now. It's 2-0. Nine shots, six on target for myself. I knew I should have gone more attacking. Maybe against the weaker teams, that's what I'll do. So I'll definitely do it against Frankfurt the next time I play. Ken, I'm not too far behind you, all things considered. I'm only seven points No, you're points not. Off this is the thing. I'm like in 12th. It's, actually, it's, it's a lot closer... Then it is. Like, yeah, we've been threatened with the relegation side of things and we've been threatened with the sack. But it's very, it's very Oh, Cordova could be off. That's a red card for Sergio Cordova. That is not what we need at this moment in time. They're getting a few more shots in this half, though. They're on the counter-attack. Oh, the ball is in. It's 2-1. That is definitely offside, referee. That was Lazmi. Goal awarded. You son of a bitch. Come fight me out the back. That was offside. Oh, my God. Lazmi. Lads, you're breaking the baba heart on me. I go a bit more cautious. Udaka, Udaka, you're my centre-back. Why are you up on the left? You stupid fucker. Just because I don't know how to pronounce your name. Do you drop a bit deeper at this stage? Do you still try and stay going? Framberger with a lovely run. Send him off, ref. Send him off. It's a free kick. That is it. Penalty review. No penalty. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. I mean, they say, oh, what a save by Mustaf. You're trying, though. It's 2-1. We're still doing well. They're a bit into it, a small bit more in the second half. And you're holding it with 10 men. We're holding it with 10 men, but look, Ken, I need a win here. I need a win. Oh, Vargas, 1v1. Absolutely fluffs it, you stupid fuck. Oh, my God, Fabio, I can't take it. If they score, like, this is as bad as a, as a, as a, as a loss. Iago just kicks it ahead of him. Diego Lopez to Iago. Iago, back to Ivanisic. Yago's offside, you stupid villain bastard. Oh, here they are on the attack. Here it is. The clock is tick, tick, ticking away. Now I'm going to start making some substitutes. Ibrahimovic, am I going to bring him on? Oh, what a save by Kubek! Kepa's in the game. Oh my God, that is a season-defining save. They're going to score. Oh, this goal. Kubek saves again. A minute and a half left. I'm going to make another, another fucking something. What's it called? Substitute. There we go. I'm bringing on 35-year-old in the right wing position I have one more sub left full time ref full time we're in the 93rd and a half minute of two minutes at a time come on ref he's tripped it over it's a free kick we're in the 94 minute this is four minutes at a time and in a two minute at a time Ibrahim it's over the crowd go wild Augsburg 2-1 bum licker with a beautiful 30 second cameo at the end the crowd are going wild. We're back up to 14th. Oh my God, the race for the top of the that's table. One of your, that's possibly your highest league position bar the first day of the season when it was in alphabetical order. Yeah, well, I was top of the table at one stage. <laughs> I was top of the table. Like. By virtue of your team beginning with the letter A. Yes! Congratulations. Yes, second win of the season. 17 games in. 
Congratulations. Thanks very much, Ken. You're going to have to wait until next week to find out what happened between uh, me and Byron. No one gives a fuck about that. No. <laughs> Everyone's on the Augsburg train. <laughs> Choo-choo. We're going to the Castle Boys. Well, we're going off to Byron, so we'll have a talk about that game next week. That's the Football Manager Football Show for this week, episode 117. Yes! We'll talk to you again next Friday at FMF Show on Twitter, podcast at fmfshow.com. New episodes every Friday, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you do your podcast listening. And until then, good luck. The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.